Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kev, and this is the show where we talk to awesome people about awesome things. And I know, I know, it's been two weeks since our last episode, since the season premiere of Everything is Awesome, uh, and I had meant to get this out at least last week, um, and if not the week before. The issue is, if you haven't been following uh, our social medias at Real Awesome Pod on Facebook and Twitter, and at Awesome Podcast on Instagram, at That Nerdy Kev on TikTok. I had a wee bit of an accident, stepped off a curb, step thing, uh, rolled my ankle, uh, and in the time that uh, I was supposed to release this episode, and now I've had two emergency room visits to get x rays. Spoilers, no fracture. That's good. That's good. Um, have had a, uh, follow up with my GP who sent me to get an MRI, uh, and the findings in the MRI include, uh, four different things. The biggest, a rupture in one of my, uh, ligaments on the outside of my ankle, the anterior, uh, like tibula, something, another ligament, a sprain on my interior deltoid ligament, uh, is the other thing. And then there's like some other things happening that I'm not too sure about. So anyway, uh, for the last two weeks, I've had my foot go through many different colors. Uh, it is currently a haze of purple and green and red. Uh, and I've had it up. I've had it wrapped. I've had it iced. Uh, and I still can uh, not put weight on it. Um, so I, I'll be going to an orthopedic doctor, uh, later this week, actually, uh, from a couple days after this episode releases. Uh, and I determined that February just isn't a good month for me and ankles because about 16 years ago, I think February 21st, uh, 16 years ago, I broke my left ankle. Uh, and here we are now with my right ankle, which is what sucks. That sucks so much. Um, at least with my left ankle, I was still able to, to do stuff. Like, I think I took like a week off from work because it happened. It broke. Um, uh, I then like got doctor visits and surgery taken care of. I think I worked remotely, which was easy at the time because my job was a point of sale installation job. Uh, and I could be the boss for my house. So I did that for a week and then I immediately, uh, went back to work. I believe I had to go to Ohio, uh, the, the week that I went back to work and instead of flying because it was a pain in the butt to do with a cast on, I, I rented a big SUV and drove anyway. Um, so, so point being, uh, this is where at, at 39 years old, I discovered that it is better to break your ankle. And to sprain it, because when you sprain it, uh, what I think I have, they would call somewhere between a grade two and a grade three sprain. Um, Probably from what everyone's told me that's like in the medical field, I probably won't need surgery. I'll find out for sure this week. 
but still it is like a very lengthy recovery process and then even then uh one of the nurses was telling me that they uh, had a very bad sprain that the pain lasted for a year uh so that's fun to look forward to Anyway, uh, that is why this episode is so, so far delayed, because I injured myself, and in doing so, I left some medication out in my car that I just started taking again, so I'm kind of just getting back to the norm. Uh, I can't tell you how much um, it, it is kind of makes me go crazy sitting here, because uh, I can't really do the things that I normally do, especially driving. Like I can't drive at all. So like it it just it sucks, guys. If you're going to do anything to your ankles, a make sure it's your left ankle. Uh, B, uh, you know, make make sure you break it. I don't know how you can ensure that, but make sure you break it and you don't fully rupture, fully rupture. Let me I just cannot. The doctor uh, called me to tell me that was the results. And I just laughed out loud because it just sounds so bad. Anyway. Uh, this week, we have a great conversation with uh, an old pal of mine, uh, Jonesy. He is almost as original as you can get when it comes to podcasting in my world, uh, because he is, I want to say, episode three or four, he hopped on Happy Hour with Steel Tip and became part of that show with Jay and I. Uh, so... Uh, and then we've since then, like, you know, we, 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 that only lasted a few months. We did a couple episodes of the stab cast together. And then since then really haven't done many podcasts with one another. So this was like, uh, to talk in, you know, that space with an old friend is always fun to do. Uh, and it's something that the, the core group of episodes of season two here are kind of all about. So, uh, anyway, uh, Jonesy is here We're to speak, you know, we kind of speak about the old times podcasting, uh, how podcasting has changed, uh, and then we, you know, we get to Jonesy and why he's on the show uh, to chat about uh, his his uh, projects, which is basically being an entrepreneur. And the big thing right now, and I'll say it right now, uh, this episode is sponsored by Conversion Chemistry. Uh, it is a marketing, uh, uh, a bunch of marketing advice from uh, someone that's been doing it for a very long time. Jonesy explains it way better later in the show. But if you need help marketing things, uh, the Jonesy has an offer for you, uh, 90% off a lifetime license to the conversion chemistry library, uh, of marketing tools by using listener code awesome 2024. That's awesome. 2024, 90% off. That means you're paying just a mere $197 instead of the nearly $2,000 a lifetime license is going to cost you. So that's what this episode is brought to you by conversion chemistry. Uh, and, and Jonesy will hook you up with that code. Awesome. 2024. Uh, and we're going to talk about other things that he's got his hands in, uh, right here on the other end. Nope. Not the other end. There is no other end immediately. We're going to go talk to Jonesy right here on awesomepodcast.com. Perfection. <laughs> that's what we're calling it. <laughs> Perfection? Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I would not use that term. Um, it's weird holding a microphone like because most of the shows I do now are remote. So I'm usually, uh, I think the last one I literally used the built-in... <laughs> 
microphone on my laptop and it's still sounding great. Really? Uh, yeah. A lot of times I'll also use uh, my AirPods mm-hmm. um, if I'm doing remote uh, or the the uh, previously mentioned Blue Yeti, um, uh, which is... I know there's like a lot of conflicting reports of that's what you sh- like. It's it sounds like some people think it's like a great beginning and and even advanced like podcasting microphone, uh, and other people are like that's shit. <laughs> Got it. It's like basic. So, is that does the brand Yeti have anything to do with the popular brand of beer chilling devices? No, no. So it's uh, it's blue microphones. Um, they were I think big when we were doing. Um, at least the Stabcast. Which is 2008. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's long, right. Yeah. So long ago. I don't even know if we're in the product show. So uh, let's, uh, I guess, see, it's weird. I, I, I've i taken so many years off from podcasting, recorded my first episode in years, like a week and a half ago. So I don't know how to start a show properly anymore. Right. There's no intro music. We don't we don't have a post yeah. to hit. Nothing right, like that. Right. Well, and like, I don't even, like, I haven't done that in, I did that for like maybe six months. I, I wanted to go back to that because that was like an exciting way for us to podcast. Right. It made it feel more like radio and... Uh, this is nothing like radio. Yeah, right? yeah. So, I, I, I'm like, I, I'm still not even in the, the the mode yet. There's no headphones, but not even mic stands. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, I thought we'd is, have the little scissor stands that we clip onto the table this here. This is an extremely, <laughs> extremely quick remote set. I actually don't have any of those stands, um, which I guess I need to rectify if I'm going to start doing this. Like, yeah. Professionally, I bought a uh, whole building for you to well, do this in. Well, when. The- I love how it's. I built a whole building <laughs> yeah, for you. It's on you now. I'm putting. I'm putting the onus of this entire experiment on you. If there's dead air, it's your show. That's not my problem. I don't have outlines. I'm. Oh, outlines! A thing of the past, my friend. Oh, okay. We had outlines, right? With uh, happy hour. Well, we did. Otherwise, I wouldn't have a job because I was the head writer or whatever the hell did that we means. Have them? I don't think we had them for the stabcast. I don't um, know. At least in my era, we did it. I don't. Well, your era wasn't my era, so I don't know. I think we just we we would have you know a guest, and then we would have like we want to hit these topics, and then you know right. since it was four of us, two to four of us at any given point, we would just riff, right? And that's that's all it turned into. Yeah, the yeah happy hour was very regimented. It was right. very uh, people always ask me, like about it. They always ask, never, never ask. <laughs> <laughs> I force it upon people as I start talking about my history <laughs> in podcasting, and uh, it's. Um, the we based it off Matt Huggy, like from the Free right, FM days, right? Because uh, we were a two-hour talk show with commercials that we literally in like in studio or wherever we were recording sat through and listened to like the commercials. Like whereas in podcasting today, you don't do that. No, but I mean to be fair, we could have done it the same way back then because we we were tech nerds. And we had these elaborate setups, like, you know, four or five PCs. One would be the recording PC. One would be a freaking backup one. One would be the, we had a VoIP system on one, a mixer, and then like a soundboard. Um, and this little device you have there is now doing all of this. Yes, exactly. So I'm, I'm shaking my fist. These damn kids have it so easy these days. It the is... barrier to entry has never been lower. And yet I still took 13 years off. I remember when uh, the 10-year podcasting anniversary came up, July 1st, uh, 2017. I sat down for, I forget what episode number it was, but everything is awesome. I sat down with Santoro, uh, which is probably the last time I talked to him, to be honest. Wow. Uh, but we sat down. I was like, I want to record like the 10 year anniversary special. It's like a big deal. 
And uh, we talked. We went through all that, like how much the industry has changed to where, like the only thing this device here can't do is really like accept a phone call easily. I remember when this was my only device, which is actually my original one broke. It just stopped working randomly, so I invested in another. <laughs> couple hundred dollars into it um i remember like there's a there's a way you can rig it but it's just like it's a pain in the ass to try to get a phone call through this thing now you're talking about this device which you know <laughs> is a very very detailed description on radio for our four listeners yeah um, <laughs> what what is this device Kev? The, the the zoom uh handy recorder h6 the zoom h6 um and it's uh, for if you're a podcaster, uh, everyone knows this device. This is the, like the 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 H series is probably with some of the most popular like uh, like handheld mobile recording units out there. Um, the same company Zoom came out with PodTrack, and they have a couple different things. This one I have over here is the PodTrack P4, uh, which is a four channel guy. Uh, the nice thing about the H6 is there's like an adapter you can get to make it a six channel if you want. Mm. Um, oh, I'm robbing you at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need this for next Tuesday. Yeah, if you need to borrow stuff before you can uh, purchase stuff, let me know. Oh, like, cool. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I will take you up on that. I appreciate that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's <clears throat> podcasting has come a super long way since like you and I sat down to record with each other, which was. 2007 was that well i think we were all me you and santoro were on an episode of the Stabcast together at one point we were but i think happy hour with steel tip was 2007 oh like yeah that's, well, that, that was that, that's that's like, the beginning right, that's july right. 1st 2007 was mm. when it first aired uh which means we recorded beforehand do you remember that first episode which i don't know if you were part of I, episode so I, I i called into the first episode or i was called or something like that because i wasn't i wasn't part of the recurring cast at that point um you know the show really hit its stride in episode four when i joined <laughs> and then it really kind of teetered off it, right around 18 or 19 uh, wow you, you give a lot more leeway than i did i said about eight or nine is when but now uh, we did we did have a, a few solid good months there yeah i mean it, me and santoro butted heads uh and Admittedly, me being, well, I mean, I think I was around 21, 22 at the time. Um, I'm not, I'm not doing 20, the math. Wait, <laughs> I was 20, after 23. We were 23. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. That checks out. And um, the, uh, so I was like just a shitty 20 year old that uh, had a bit, bit of an ego. And, and especially like when the idea was, <laughs> oh, I'm fucking steel tip. <laughs> I'm the star of this shit. I'm King Chris. <laughs> like, I, like I was, I, I had a bit of an ego, I'm sure, back then, uh, and and so him and I butted heads quite often. Right. I mean, you were you were at the the top of your wrestling fame. Well, actually, I wasn't. I I had stopped wrestling because I had broken my ankle, and the idea for the podcast stemmed from. I was done wrestling. Okay, so you're at the bot. You're at your lowest of lows. <laughs> yeah. Yep, uh, change the narrative here. Yeah, yeah, and um, all good stuff that we should probably save for our July first. The state of the pot. So every July first, I try to air like a state. I say every July first. I haven't released a podcast in years. So, but like going forward, every July first is my state of the pot episode where I believe you and former former friend no <laughs> friend of the show, not this show, but friend of Happy Hour and and the Stabcast, I guess and. Happy Hour 2.0. Uh, Shannon Cole, I think we're going to do like a anniversary special for that state of the pod. I think. I don't wow. know if that's still that's, happening. There, there, there's blast from the past right there. I know, yo, <laughs> every time I think about Shannon Cole, I think about the lost recording that I'm so mad I lost this recording because it, it is one of the few episodes that I had my uncle on. So it's one of the few right. um, pieces of audio that I have where I can like hear his voice. And um, 
he uh so we were doing uh, an episode of creepcast so this is like post uh happy hour creepcast stabcast the, feud the, the lower bucks county podcast wars of 2009 <laughs> yeah we'll get into that <laughs> and uh we were somehow i think shannon cole was looking for a new name for her band and uh my uncle somehow we got my uncle got on the the, the gimmick and mind you my uncle at this the 2009 we were what 25 yeah so he was around he was probably 39 oh my god he was my age Damn. now holy shit oh that that is wild to me anyway so he's like 39 40 around that age and um he uh he suggested and and we just went on this tangent about shannon cole's hole <laughs> is how we got <laughs> on to that that tangent um anyway i don't know how we got here uh but yeah so so uh yeah the big wars of 2000 was that 2009 it was like yeah 2008 2009 the the podcast wars that uh, for like 15 of us was a very big deal and right. nobody else Yo, on this planet cared. <laughs> it is because so 2007, July 1st until November-ish is when Happy Hour Steel Tip lasted, right? Right. And then you guys started Stabcast almost immediately. Right. And and Jay and I, who eventually turned into Jay, me, Fox, and and I guess... Before I go further, we should say officially in the form of the actual episode, welcome to the show, Jonesy. Hi, I'm Jonesy. <laughs> I don't think we've said your name once. Um, but uh, it was, so it was me, Jay, Fox, and Waski, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, were like the core group of recorders. And for, these are all the, the FTW wrestling guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Jay and I came from Happy Hour Steel mm-hmm. Tip. Uh and we started, I think, July 1st, that show, July 1st, 2008. But I don't think that lasted super long either. Like, I, I think that I do remember that somehow it got to a point where I had to, like, call you guys and be like, listen, <laughs> we need to we need to stop. Or like, so I think Fox said something, something bad. Happened. So well, you and I never beefed. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. so that was that was fine. Um, you know, you and Santoro butted heads, which it happens when there's any amount of group of people that are trying to collaborate together, you know, there's there's gonna be conflicts. Yeah. Um and that's and when that you're happened. in your early twenties, you just can't oh my God, yeah, handle yeah, that. Yeah, like right, you can't handle right. that responsibly. And, and that was Fox and I. Yeah, yeah. Which by the way, we're like hockey buddies now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. After a, a long time off. Um, right. But yeah, that's 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 what it was. And that, you and Santoro, me and Fox, we we beefed, and then and there was like there was we did the classic war stuff where there was voicemails back. Oh and my forth. god, yeah, there was some like bad shit. Too. And like, then there was one that like crossed the line where I don't know if you and I talked or I heard it. Like something happened, and it was it crossed the line. Yeah, where it, I was, was, like, it was Fox making fun of my recently dead dad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say. It. No, that's fine. Dude, <laughs> I don't care. Like we're 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 good. We, we reconcile. We were stupid twenty two year olds. Yeah, and so like so I remember like actually, right. and I I feel bad even bringing it up because I don't like if he hears this. He won't. I don't want anybody to think he's an asshole. He's a good dude. Yeah. Oh no. It's it's you know, and I'm sure Fox and I have crossed you know similar lines with each other where we we were against each other yeah. at one point or another. But him and I like we I mean we don't talk on a regular basis anymore. Mm-hmm. But like a few years ago, we we reconnected over like trying to find all these wrestling videos that we used. That you know, I, everyone knows on the, that's listening to the show. I used to wrestle, so we we professionally and. And no, no, uh, you, you, yeah, I mean, you money. drew money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, even the organization did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't mean, know what everybody's share was, but it mine was. Mine went right back into the organization. It was a legitimate business. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
but uh we reconnected to try to like get all those videos together and and uh and so we could have like a complete collection of our professional days from like ftw show one to nwa black and blue the last show Mm -hmm. Um, which was like, I was part of like, somehow I missed the first couple shows because I had a broken ankle. So I couldn't wrestle in the thing that I helped start. Uh, and then, uh, and then I did some FDW shows that led into the, the black and blue shows. And then one, the last show I wrestled at was like April 9th ish of 2009, I believe. Uh, 2009? No. Yeah, it had to be 2009. It was... The late aughts. Yeah, it was... uh, I think... I believe that was the year. Uh, That was was the thing that me... uh, Me, C-Rob, Tom... And um, see, Rob, who's kind of, but not really my cousin. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> who I, I, he's another guy who I mean, I talk to him probably out. See, I don't count Mike or, or Dave as like FTW guys, right? They're just they transcend yeah. every yeah aspect of your life. But but outside of them, because uh, I don't count them, I guess C Rob and, and Nubius Black are the two guys that I talk to the it's most. And I don't name. I don't talk to them that often. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know. I think he goes by that. He he was hosting a podcast for quite some time, um, and uh, uh, but his his best friend passed away last year, yeah. a little over a year ago, um, and he hasn't really kicked back into it. And we we've talked back and forth about like me helping him out with some stuff because mm-hmm. he's not a, a tech. He's like got a decade on us or, or more, um, uh, but he's a youthful fifty something spry old. spry yeah. yeah. Um, black don't crack. Nubius <laughs> black don't crack. He, yeah. So uh, Rodney, I, I think he's probably. I mean, he's on Facebook as Rodney. So <laughs> I think it's Rodney Nubius Black. Insert last name. I'm not gonna blow blow his spot right now. But you just dox him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess with those three names. Right. But I mean, yeah. you're, he's a professional wrestler. Some, some crack detective work will really <laughs> right. bust this case wide open. But uh, but so how do we get all the way? Over? Oh, so yeah, Fox and I. You know, reconciled over five years, but yeah, it was. uh, And then, and then also, the way Creepcast kind of ended and blew up was um, John Redding joined the show. Did someone else join the show? I feel like someone else joined the show that was part of like not like the the Fox side of wrestling, but like the Waski and Redding side of wrestling. I think, or or they went because we took some time off and they, so they did the other show because me and Jay both had to like take time off or something. Okay. Um, so they did what, uh, the other show by hosted by Creepcast or something. It like was that. literally called the other show, right? hundred okay. percent. It was called the other show, which they then took and somehow started doing shows for, I think it was just serious at the time. I don't think they had merged yet mm-hmm. with XM, but, and, and they were doing legitimate shows and I'm like, and at that time I'm like, okay, so I, I split from Santoro and Jonesy and the stab cast takes off on stick cam. <laughs> Somehow these guys do their own thing and now they're away from me and they split off and do their own thing with Sirius. I'm like, I'm just a launching pad. Right. That's fine. And that's fine. You can just create and, and then <laughs> and don't metal. Yeah. And I get, but I get none of the benefits though. I mean, once I joined the stab cast, which is funny, I remember you and I met for something. 
And you're like, yo, so Tamara wants to know if you can like fill in for five weeks. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And like there was a legitimate contract and everything. Yeah, that <laughs> and, checks out. And I, you know, I, I got like a share of the royalties of that show. I remember seven dollars a month. It was not. I mean, it, it eventually got up to like 10 to 15 bucks a month. Yeah, that was after our vitamin water sponsorship. We right. got free vitamin water that we would have to drink and talk about on the show. Yep. Yeah, we were like early influencers. Yeah, I mean, and this is still a time where I think we reduced. I mean, I guess we still had two computers, right? Mm-hmm. Did we have the third one for calls? I think so. I think there was still a VoIP machine. Right. Um, and then, but but he had upgraded some of his equipment to like stuff that I is far too advanced even for me. And it's it's really great for like a a built in studio. If you yeah, if you're gonna set it up, leave it, have people coming in and out. Exactly. Right. I, I <laughs> still, but I, you know, I can do this. <laughs> like even this could be you know, it, it, as I point to the listeners, my Zoom uh, is great for like in studio stuff as we're doing because it's portable. And, and so I, you know, I, I haven't been in the the tech side of podcasting for a long time i've done a lot of marketing and producing of it on the 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 other side not actually like making it and recording it um so like this device here that's that really is game changing because in in my mind just seeing the evolution it's either you have the elaborate setup or you record it on a phone and that really bridges the gap right there because it's you know enough technology to make it sound good and have enough control and uh you know the equalizer all that good stuff um, without having, you know, a freaking 18 channel Behringer yeah. mixer. And I'm huge on, you know, the ability to have multiple tracks. And I don't know if that comes from when I would assist Santoro with like editing um, the Stabcast or using his stuff to help record Happy Hour 2.0 and then having my own files. I mean, and editing. I am a terrible editor because my editing comes from a live mindset. Probably not something you should admit when one of your core products of starboard media is (laughs) podcast production. Okay. (laughs) Let me, let me rephrase. I'm not a, I'm a great editor. I don't do the full shebang on my own show because I come from a very live mindset. Mm -hmm. Right. So like when I'm editing, uh, an actual play show, actual play tabletop role playing game for, the uh, uninitiated in podcasting. I was, I was uninitiated. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for that. Yeah. Uh, so, so those type of shows, or you know, scripted shows or stuff like that. Obviously, that like that's time intensive editing, right? Right. My editing process for a show like this is is very much. Let me see if there's if there's any pops or peaks or whatnot uh, that I want to like get rid of so that I don't blow people's ears out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have pop filters today. <laughs> um, and let me get, you know, let me get rid of any kind of like awkward silence gaps, which you don't really get like in person like this. It's literally going to be let me equalize everything because mm-hmm. like I have it pretty equal right now, but I'll just equalize both tracks. Add an intro, add an outro, maybe a commercial in the middle of the show and then we're done. Sweet. What commercial? Uh, it will probably be uh, just a mid roll of me saying, listen to my show. Okay. <laughs> or plugging Starboard Media or something like that. Got it. Um, Starboard Media for all your podcast production <laughs> right. and propagation needs. Yes. Uh, and website needs, though I guess that's a conflict with oh, my guest yeah. today. <laughs> we just, we, it's, it's actually not. We can we can talk about that for a couple minutes too. Uh, and, <clears throat> and then also uh, t shirt stuff I do as well. Right. They're like the three core things. I don't do that. I do, but I'm not monetizing it except for this hoodie that I literally made that you're looking at yeah yeah it's really very shiny yeah it's uh it's that that sparkly vinyl htv yeah. it's my favorite material wow i, I sound soft as shit saying that <laughs> i am uh 
See, I love using like screen printed uh, transfers because mm-hmm. it's easy. I don't have to weed, uh, and it's uh, it, it's like a nice quality. Though there's some other stuff that I'm like trying to experiment with. But. I'll bet anybody who's listening to this yeah. did not expect us to turn into like like mommy crafting hour. We're yeah. talking about weeding and yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. That's never. I can honestly say it's never come up, and everything is awesome. Oh, nice. This is the first. I'm happy to crafting. be breaking this ground for you here. <laughs> it is a crafting <clears throat> first here. On yeah. Everything is awesome. Uh, and we are not, we need to get some affiliates for uh cricket and uh cameo silhouette yeah we need, we need to do some affiliate stuff since we're shilling for them right now they should just pay us money yeah and, you know i <clears throat> i've always wanted like for because i've put on a bunch of live shows you know since starting everything is awesome i've been, i've helped with the philadelphia podcast festival kind of kind of now i'm kind of taking that over my meeting that was supposed to be yesterday about it had to be postponed yet again um for an emergency not my side um and uh but we're like moving forward with like the the new era of that that festival um hopefully in the spring but i've done like individual live shows too uh Mm -hmm. since then like 2016 to 2017 was like probably the highlight of podcasting for me where um i did the festivals for philadelphia podcasting festival and then i did like every other month i was doing a live show somewhere and it was and, and the way we did it was it was me Everything is awesome. And then an opener because <laughs> I was the main event like, for some reason, um, which for no other reason than like I'm putting it together. Well, so. that and you, that, you know, in that era, the 2016, 2017, you were prolific as hell, like multiple shows and, well, and all the live stuff. Even and- that stuff probably I wasn't doing too many shows. I think I was focused on everything is awesome for the most part. It felt like it. Weren't you guesting in other stuff? Too? Oh, I was guesting for yeah. sure. For sure. I was doing like guest spots on other podcasts uh, i mean i probably in 2016 and, and 2017 i probably had the most guest spots on another person's podcast ever before got it um i mean yeah i, I especially because of the philadelphia podcast festival like i would around around june july august the summer i would like go i mean i was on um god there was a uh what, what radio channel was it 1045 I don't know if it was one of the Philly channels. I went to for I don't know if it was for, if it was for the 2016 festival or the 2017 festival, but I went to uh, Bryn Mawr to one of the radio stations there, and I did like a quick interview spot that airs like a Saturday morning mm-hmm. on their station and was available in a podcast form. That was the coolest thing. That certainly was the coolest thing I think I've ever done was I went and sat in like an actual radio station. Like a soundproof studio with a glass divider. And well, I saw that room. <laughs> <laughs> and then we sat in, I believe her name was uh, Christy something. Um, and we sat in her office to record the, it was podcast, we oh, were recording okay, podcast. Right, right. but it did, they did air it on Saturday mornings. And I, and I, I woke up that morning early as shit on a Saturday morning to listen to myself on one Oh four five or, uh, one Oh two, one, one of the local stations here in Philadelphia. Um, that, so that's probably one of the coolest things that have like stemmed from being a podcaster was to be on an actual radio station. And, and that's almost like surreal. So like with, with your podcast audience, you're probably hitting bigger numbers than anybody listening to the live radio that day. Oh yeah. But it's that, that paradigm of holy shit, I'm on the radio. And like, I have a weird <laughs> thing about numbers in the podcasting game, uh, because I, again, we come from, I, I mean, most of my podcasting career was on stick cam. Uh, even though I've been doing everything is awesome probably longer than Happy Hour and the Stabcast, 
Um, I've taken a lot of time off with Everything is Awesome versus those shows. Uh, and I mean, I, I think I was on the Stabcast for 200 plus episodes. I did yeah. nearly 200 episodes of Happy Hour before I, I kind of Happy Hour 2.0 before I kind of stopped that show. Um, and we were hitting, you know, a, a slow day was 10,000 views an hour on Stickcan. Um, and the stab cast, if they featured us, we were hitting like a million views. Stick cam. You, what? What happened to what that? What happened oh. to it? Yeah. Oh. Did it did what? It turned into Patreon and OnlyFans? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the complete gist, but they did. They were shitty moderators. Okay. And something about a creator potentially drugging somebody and taking advantage of them while on air happened uh and they got shut down big time wow okay yeah i i I did not know about that i thought maybe they they just became irrelevant when youtube you know and and all the other platforms did more live live streaming features i I mean i think that would have been regardless what happened to them because at the time you had stick cam um you broadcast justin tv which eventually i think turned into twitch um and there was like another one but there was like three or four four and youtube was doing live stuff but it wasn't nearly as 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 it is today and but stick cam was like the biggest like we we would experiment centaur and i on all the other channels and no numbers um, part of that reason was we had a, like a, we were in with like and I forget the dude's name, but we were in with a couple people um, at stick cam that would feature us as okay. long as there was nothing else going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, they approached me when we were doing the Zomcast. I think I called it at the time it was called the Walking Dead Zomcast yeah. before AMC <laughs> sent me a season. Oh, did they really? Uh, well, so partially my fault. Chris Hardwick, who is a terrible human being, and I will forever, ever sour his name given the chance uh, and not because he uh, allegedly was terrible to his his once upon a time girlfriend uh, who I forget her name of but just because he's a legitimate dick and he uh, to me y- y- you don't throw people under the bus especially when like I don't know I'm not really I guess is it wrong for me to use the walking dead in, in the title of my podcast maybe but there was literally the walking dead podcast hosted by no one affiliated with the walking dead let's not Anyway, I emailed Chris Hardwick because he was bringing um, Nerdist to Philly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, so I sent like his people an email. I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I don't know if you have an opener. This is like, you know, when I was trying to get more live stuff done at a time where like the last time I did it was Doc Watson's with Happy Hour. Uh, so I emailed uh, his people. I was like, I would love to like open like we're a Philly podcast. Uh, you know, I'd love to do something with like the, right now. My one of my most popular shows is the Walking Dead Zomcast. I would love to do something with that show. And then 24 hours later, I got a cease and desist <laughs> from AMC lawyers. Uh, and we quickly changed the title to the show to simply the Zomcast. The Zomcast. OK. Yeah. Just uh, because the usage of the name. Yeah. I not just the format want, of the show or anything. Yeah, no, like the format that, of the, yeah. We still talked about the Walking right. Dead. Though. Um, uh, Matt from Robots and Race Cars, Matthew from Robots and Race Cars, he, uh, he no longer did the show after that. It was just uh, me and uh, Emily uh, uh, were doing the show. Mm-hmm. Emily Reed were doing the show. And um, it was, uh, and it, that only lasted for a few more weeks before it kind of settled down. Fizzled, yeah. Yeah. Um, it just, uh, I think that, that cease and desist took a lot out of me. I was like, this is fucked up. It'll do that to you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Um, happy to say it's the only season desist I ever got, uh, and and it insp- it made it so that anytime mm-hmm. I had a show that was like we did, like me and Mike once upon a time did 
podcast for the Once Upon a Time show. So we had oh it the unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast. Okay. Uh, so I whenever I did a show that had anything to do with uh, recapping a TV show, I always put the unofficial <laughs> name of show podcast in there. Well, apropos, you're wearing the OG Mickey Mouse T-shirt right now. So uh, why don't we just make the Steamboat Willie? happy That's, hour with steel tip everything is awesome show when i threw this shirt on today i was like oh i could totally take steamboat willie and make and i won't call him mickey obviously but i could take i could have willie be a mascot for everything is awesome absolutely i That's, think you should at least for this episode at least for this episode put that on the graphic i i had i had fun with that uh a couple weeks ago with a few of my clients i i, I do marketing stuff it's really reductionist way of saying what I do, but um, yeah, it was a, it was a trend. Everybody throwing Steamboat Willie and everything, and and these producers actually made a full feature horror movie of Steamboat Willie, which I've yet to check out. But I, I love I just I love that shit. I love meme culture. There is two horror movies coming out with Steamboat Willie. One that we saw the trailer for, which is very much in the same vein as uh, Blood and Honey, Winnie the Pooh, or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very much in the same vein where it's just like a dude wearing a mask, right? But apparently there's another one that seems like it's more like, oh, this is just a giant mouse that ferries people, beings, across a river, but like also murders them or something like that. I don't know the full just that. He, and then there's also a game where you can play as a like zombified willy. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I am... Uh, the, the One thing I can say about 2024, even though I haven't written a lot of words i've been doing a lot more planning for the book that i've been working on for i'm 39 so for 17 20 years or whatever 23 years i think i've been working on for a really long time and i'm finally making like the most headway on it that i ever have and i told mike i was like fuck it i want to create a because it's a sci-fi series i'm gonna create an alien species of 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 mice humanoids <laughs> And you damn well better believe I want to have a character named Willie yep. <laughs> that is going to be in a steamboat, a steamboat <laughs> airship that's going to come and rescue some characters or something. Steampunk Willie. Yeah, like, it is. So that's definitely happening. Um, Thanks for reminding me that we're going to be 40 this year. Yeah. If it's a little early in the week for my my weekly um, existential crisis, yet here we are. You know, it's it's funny. It's uh, talking to a few people about that. Like Mike turned 40 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Ancient. Uh, huh? Ancient. Just straight up Ancient. <laughs> And uh, and then our buddy Dave, he, he turned 40 a few weeks ago, uh, like the end of December. But uh, it's Mike, I don't think he doesn't at least show it when I see him or talk to him like like, like that he's like it's affecting him like, oh, shit, I'm 40. Because well, he's got a delightful, luscious, full head of hair. Yeah. yeah. That has a, <laughs> abandoned me a long time ago. Yeah, abandoned me a long time ago. I was looking at lordhair.com. <laughs> Well, I was looking at BickRazors.com, but continue. What is LordHair.com? And it's because I saw it on TikTok. Some guy who's probably younger than us and 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 bald as well. And it like it looks like a really good toupee that you could like keep on for a couple weeks. I'm like, let me look at this Lord Hair, and it's expensive. And I mean, like it's like 300 bucks for like the basic hair. Get a sponsorship. Let's try it out. I would love to if 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 Lord Hair is listening to this. 
as a bald man, if you can send me one of your fine toupees styled as a faux hawk. <laughs> we're, we're going throwback. <laughs> yeah, I would 100% try it out and give you an endorsement, uh, assuming that it, it's not. It, and it seems like it seems like it's time consuming to like put on. Oh wow! But then, time for that. But then, but you keep it on for a couple of weeks. You can wash your hair. You can shampoo your hair. Uh, you can get it if you get like the unstyled one. You can go to a barber and get it cut how you want. Uh, and and it's like tape and glue and shit that you have to use. And then you pull it off three weeks later, and your head's full of blackheads because your pores are all clogged up. I, no, because it's it's whatever the material is, it breathes. The dude says I work out, so I sweat a lot, and it's it's a breathing. Material. I don't know. I don't know. Lord Hair, hit me up. Lord Hair. That sounds like a, a <laughs> brand name that that Laszlo Cravensworth from What We Do in the Shadows would come up with. I'm only a few episodes into that show, but that's funny. Uh, at that nerdy Kev, Lord Hair. At that nerdy Kev <laughs> on your social media of choice, preferably uh, Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. Assuming that's not burning to the ground yet, uh, or TikTok. That's probably DM me on TikTok, Lord Hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, do we, we refer to you as that nerdy Kev? What no. is your preferred moniker, Kev? Got okay. it. That's easy. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I have obviously abandoned the steel tip name, um, but it's it's forever in history. Yeah, you're oh, not, for you're sure. Not, yeah, you're not you're not losing for it. sure. I mean, it came up at work um, when Mike started. Not that I ever hit it. Like people, like if <laughs> it never came up that I wrestled. Right. Like some of our bosses knew because Dave uh, wrestled with us and he works there. Um, and like he talked about it before I even started, like he, he just talked about it. Um, but only a select few people knew about it because Dave was always with like the admin people. So there's only a few people in earshot whenever he would talk about it. Me and Mike, we sit down, uh, in like the area with everybody. So like, it, and, and Mike is, I, no one's ever asked me, Hey, so you wrestled like no one would, why would anyone ask that? Right. Uh, I don't know how Mike brought it up. <laughs> maybe it's something about my hair. Maybe I think that's what it was. He he they, he was talking to people at work while I was remote one day, and he's like, "Did you know Kev used to have shoulder length hair?" <laughs> and then he pulled up a picture of it, but it was me wrestling. Uh, or he, no, he couldn't find a picture. He pulled up a video of wrestling. He's like, <laughs> as the, one does <laughs> when you're talking about just you know how long your hair used to be back in the day. Well, it turns out we happen to have videos of Kev's professional wrestling career. And so, like people have, and I. And so it, it's just it's funny, like that people. It's a thing now. And then, like they're like, "Wait, what was his name? Steel Tip?" I'm like, "Yes, the Heartbreak Kid, Heartbreak Kev." Uh, I, I for a short period of time in the backyard, I was Heartbreak Kev. Okay, um, and that was um, because why did I do that? Did I start? I think I started out as Heartbreak Kev because Elvis writes some catchy tunes. I don't know. <laughs> I, well, it was definitely a, a, a homage to Shawn Michaels for sure. Um, uh, and by homage, I mean straight theft, a straight, straight rip off. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> uh, but I think I started in the backyard as that, and then um, I, I don't know the storyline that happened, but I then uh, became Steel Tip. What? Uh, tell us more about Shadow. Oh God. <laughs> Shadow is a or not. We don't want to terrible. We don't, we don't want you to be canceled. Yeah, terrible um, uh, point in time. You know, like we all have our past. We made stupid choices. We all had our James Gunn moment, right? Like so. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. And look at him. Yeah. Look at him. He's doing great. He's so, in charge of DC now. So Marvel, when you need a new Kev to be in charge of Marvel because Feige is done, I'm your Kev. <laughs> Just that's the thing. He to is, run, wait, is he done? No. Oh. But when he is, 
you need to still have a Kev. You have charge. to have a Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. we've decided. I'm deciding that right now. And and yes, you could go to Kevin Smith. And dude, you're wearing Disney. You're a loyalist yeah. already. You're a key. Like, we got a company man right here. I am a corporate <laughs> shill. You want me to throw this podcast away? You want me to change it to everything is Disney? You're done. Done. I will sell out a heartbeat. Um. Uh. <laughs> How did we get here? How did we get here? Fair? Welcome to Disney. Bring money. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't, you asked me about the H6 and podcasting, and this is what everything... So, for the uninitiated to this podcast, if, you, if you've if you chosen to tune in to episode two of season two and, and neglect the previous 170 to 190 episodes of this show, we go on tangents on this show. Wait, so all 170 whatever episodes are just season one? Yeah, so I didn't do. I was doing weekly. So, so here's mm-hmm. the, I, I burn out easily, and, I, and partially because I don't. I'm not <laughs> good with taking my medicine. Got to sharpen the saw, buddy. Take some <laughs> so, time. Take some downtime. Yeah. So, so that's the so. And I and I explained this in in last week's episode with Mike. But we're doing a seasonal thing now. So, like, I'm going to take summers off. Um, say for like, uh, I don't know if you listen to uh, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Uh, wonderful podcast if you're a Conan O'Brien fan. But every. Now, I don't think he actually takes time off, but like summer break, they do uh, uh, summer s'mores and it's like a really laid back like him and his two like co-hosts slash producers or whatever, just sitting back, drinking, eating pizza or eating whatever, uh, uh, having s'mores and they record like for one night, four or five hours and that's their four to five episode limited series in the summer. So it's like very low stakes. Like you listener, you know what you're getting into. This is not going to be the quality um, show that, that we would put during the regular season. Right. right. But it's still freaking Conan O'Brien. So however, I'm going kind of the opposite route in like, at least for the first, like this summer, I, I, without giving too much away, I believe we're going to, I'm going to be putting together a limited series, actual play, um, that I want to see if uh, people are into because um, I'm. It's a re-release of a classic RPG series, tabletop role-playing game series, um, that was super successful on uh, on Kickstarter. If you want to know, I can tell you all fair. Because um, I'm not going to go back and edit it out. Nope, not at all. No. Yes, yes, we will discuss. <laughs> uh, but I want to do like a, a five episode uh, like origin story to some of the characters that I have an idea for to move forward with like an actual production. Uh, and it, and if that gets legs, I wanted to I want to kickstart the first season okay. of that. Um, and uh, so that's what this first year's the plan is. If I can get people together. Um, the budget's going to be small enough to where I can afford to do it out of pocket. Uh, and stick out a five hundred thousand dollar SBA loan. <laughs> really go full ham on this thing. Go full ham. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> take out a second mortgage. You'll be fine. Right. Uh, uh, but that's so that's but yeah, I'm going seasonal. So I'll be taking the summers. I'll mm-hmm. like pretty much now. This year we're running January through June ish with our like state of the pod July first, and then like a mid July to late to mid August like. The summer session uh, that we're doing, and then kick it back off in uh, in in September for the school year. Got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like, I mean, summer. Everyone in my household is off in the summer, so like, it's hard for me to record at home as it is. Um, we're 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 on vacation. Like, so I, I have I usually take anywhere between a week to three weeks of vacation in the summer. Uh, That's badass. So yeah, I'm just it's it's 
terrible for work because that's budget time and I run all the reports for budget. That's a them problem. <laughs> sometimes I, I if, if we're not going anywhere fancy, sometimes I say, listen, if you let me work from the cabin, then I'll, you know. I, oh, I, the Wi-Fi is cutting out. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's the plan with this show. Uh, the very uh, abund- uh, the very quick and dirty plan for this show is seasonal. And that's how I plan on, like, adverting my uh, burnout with the show. Uh, because podcasting for anyone's like I want to get in this game it's just a passion of love it's very few of us that get into uh, Mark Marin or, or Conan O'Brien or Kevin Smith numbers or I'm shooting right for Joe Rogan stats I don't uh, know about you oh and so this is how we I, we, I this is how we got here <laughs> so we at some point we we're talking about numbers because of stick cam uh and back then like i podcasted for all the wrong reasons i think most of us did in the early 2000s uh or i guess late 2000s but you know i i wanted to be a like oh i'm gonna be a full-time podcaster i'm gonna make my mint on on podcasting and, and internet radio um and numbers were so important right but now i do not pay attention to that uh very very unless i'm i'm, I'm trying to uh get an advertiser and but your average podcast, like, A, if you make it past 10 episodes, you're doing better than, like, 70% of the podcasts right. out there. Like, like a first year in business, right? Right. 50% fail. If you make it past there, then you've hit a threshold of right. success and continuation. Right. And then, like, it's, like, think 20 or 25 or 50. I forget what the next milestone is that I read this number on, but, like, even fewer get to that. And on top of that, all these po- most podcasts get about 150 downloads per episode in like a month time frame, something like that. So if your numbers are, are anywhere between like 100 and 200, you're doing good. Like you're doing well. Superman does good. You're doing well. Uh, grammar police. <laughs> I'm a writer. <laughs> oh well, then the, the squiggly red line just flashed on your screen so i am i am straight up a writer and i i i i i I buy grammar (laughs) so kev you just gave me a really good segue to one of my businesses here i don't know if you knew you were throwing me that line no but what if i could show you a way to way surpass that 150 download mark and start getting into the thousands and possibly even millions let me let me follow that with a follow-up question are they legitimate listeners (laughs) why are you questioning the character of the (laughs) listeners I, I I so I wonder I've heard that Apple's also changed how the numbers are now like a lot of people's numbers have gone down because Apple changed something and I don't know what it is why well, that's one particular platform if you've got a good propagation and social media presence and I can show you how to do this Kev do it <laughs> Now well, you're going to go to conversionchemistry.com. Oh, this is just where, a straight plug. Okay. Where my partner and I have released 15 hours worth of marketing content to show you how to reach millions by using the web, automations, and social medias by either being the influencer or partnering up with the right influencers. Conversionchemistry.com. <laughs> now, <clears throat> Kev, since you are going to be running uh, my podcast side of my business of this new building I bought that you know, we've talked about and, you know, I'm burying the lead here, but we'll, we'll talk about that more as the season progresses and you invite me back for another episode. Um, <laughs> uh, you're, you're running that particular part of the business for podcast production. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you free access to this conversion chemistry course for life. 
For listeners, which, you didn't see me do that. Yes. Oh, he did a big old fist pump. Uh, so not only is it this, you know, this this course from my partner, who is like one of the OG digital marketers, uh, Frank Garen. He's got 26, 27 years of experience. So while we were dabbling in GeoCities, this guy was making 10 Gs a month uh, as an internet marketer. GeoCities. Yeah, yeah. Remember that bullshit? Yeah. Under <laughs> my site may still be under construction. I've got the construction worker gift going right now. Any day now, we're going to launch. There was I remember GeoCities or whatever it was. Was like whatever the geocities.ftw.com yeah. or whatever, and then there was like geocities.telist, there was geocities.kev or dot steel tip or some shit. Right, right, because we were we were too cheap to buy our own domains when we were seventeen years yeah, old, yeah. which thirteen dollars a year. We were like, oh well, we could spend money on Mad Dog twenty twenty, and now I spent, I literally dropped. $25 on mayorlevitown.com and levitownmayor.com. Wait, you have those? Yes. Why aren't we doing something with that? I am. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was not aware of that. I, I'm creating a... Now, I'm creating... I don't know if you know this, Jonesy. There's a special election coming up. For Tell me more. For Levittown, for our district. Uh, because oh, uh, is it really? Uh, at least for my district, I don't know if we're in the same district or not. We live a mile apart, <laughs> so I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know how district lines work, but John Galloway uh, is now a judge. He took over for Judge uh, Vizlansky. I don't know. Edit point. <laughs> not an edit point. Okay. I'm going to butcher that name. <laughs> it's going to be on record. Uh, she was a wonderful judge. Did. Great work with the Boy Scouts uh, and the Cub Scouts uh, and was a wonderful lady who is finally retired. But John Galloway won that election to become the judge. So his spot and his office is uh, by the 7-Eleven on New Falls Road and, and by Pensbury. Man, I can't, our California listeners are so <laughs> into this right now. Well, it's about, but anyway, special election for for, Pen, for our district on 213, 2021. If you live in District 140, I believe, in Pennsylvania, make sure you go out there and vote. Uh, anyway, because of that, I was I was texting my wife, and uh, I, 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 she texted me to let me know schools are off for the special election. I was like, I know, I'm running. <laughs> She's like, what? Oh, hold up. So you're, you're just dropping this right now to me and everybody else. And I was like, yeah, I'm running for mayor of Levittown. <laughs> <laughs> to which, uh, folks, there is no mayor of Levittown. Levittown is not a municipality. Yeah. So anyway, I am uh, using mayorlevittown.com slash levittownmayor.com to create a, a, a uh, satirical campaign site. Uh, for myself as the mayor of Levittown. Oh my God, why did I not know about this until right now? <laughs> but I'm also making it very clear that's a, 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 a satirical site, and I'm also pushing the idea that local elections matter and that you should go out and vote. And that's great, and that that is very important, and, and I like that you can you know tie humor into it, yeah, as, as yeah. things should be, because, man, that is... Uh, uh, politics and elections they are very divisive yes. and you know that's not likely to change anytime soon right. but you know no matter which side you land on you got to get out there and and, and vote that's right your voice. And, and very specifically in in the local elections and this shockingly is not the first time we've gone on a political rant on this show but uh local elections i think are so more uh, so much more important, you, you know, obviously the general election, especially the one that's every four years um, for the president. That's that's important. Um, but generally speaking, whoever is the president of the United States likely isn't going to affect your day to day life. You know, maybe when there's a certain person with a certain attitude, with a certain hatred towards folks, 
obviously, uh, you know, I, I come from a place of privilege as a white man, so I, I say that from a place of privilege that maybe it's not so much the president that's really going to determine your day-to-day life. It's your local uh, leaders that are going to determine that. So, uh, And you'll find that if you talk to your community, um, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, you probably have the same, like, uh, wants for your community. And that's just, you want it to be a better community. You want it to be safer. You want right. it to be a great place for your kids to live um, uh, and grow up. So you'll find that that you have more in common, despite what certain people will tell you, uh, and your local leaders are going to get shit done for you. And politics is not trickle down, in my in my opinion. Politics is is something that you build up from the ground up, and changes that happen locally will hopefully eventually build up to uh, better the 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 not just your community, but your your regional community, your state, and and hopefully federal on a federal level too. That's my opinion, at least. Well said. Trickle uh, down is a farce. Um, uh, plants are watered at the roots. Yeah, and they grow from there. Yeah, you don't um, you don't you don't water plants from the top. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or so, else they burn in the sun. Right. So, uh, as a final message, uh, make sure you go out there and you know every election vote for you know go out and vote. Uh, you know it, it, you you can take maybe like a day to like really research your your candidates and uh, if there's something you have follow up questions on, every local uh, politician will uh, engage with you for sure. And they live in your community. So uh, they have, just like you, they have the best interest for your community uh, in their heart. Sometimes it comes from a misguided place, but that's is what it is. That's why you got to go out there and vote and make sure you get your voice heard. Use your voice. You yeah. Anyway, um, so yes, Levittown. So yes, I do have those <laughs> the, domains. The mayor of Levittown. Okay. <laughs> it's mayor of Levittown. And funny enough, I, uh, you know what? We'll save that story for. Uh, Where are we at on time? Uh, we uh, we are about fifty minutes in, and I think you have thirty minutes left before you have your heart out. So uh, uh, anyway, so you were talking about uh, GeoCities and your partner who was making uh, thousands uh, while we were dicking around on GeoCities, right? Doing it all for ha-has, and that's basically it. So we have a partnership now, and we're we're trying to teach entrepreneurs and marketers around the world um, how we did it. Now I'm not, you know as successful as he's been, but my story is not completely written yet. Um, you know, I am a, uh, I call myself a serial entrepreneur. I've built a few businesses in the past few years, which, which are profitable. And, you know, instead of, I do like doing some of the grunt work still every day. Like it's, it's what I enjoy. And right. That's, that's the one question is, you know, I have to answer any entrepreneur's answer is what do you want to do when you get up every day? Uh, so it is definitely a combination of doing some bitch work, which I, I like to stay involved because I, I stay learning and we're talking in the marketing space really. Right. Uh, but then showing others how I did it. Right. Because I, I, I you know, rising tides, rise all ships, all that stuff. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I'll still make money off of it. Right. It's a paid membership site and you know, people will hire me to be their consultant. Yeah. But if I can, help a thousand people instead of 10, I'm going to take that route all day long. Right. Conversionchemistry.com. In fact, you know what? Um, so it, it's $47 a month to join that, that our membership, which we're, we're putting more content every, every month. And when I say content, I mean like PLR templates. Uh, I've got a whole, uh, AI lab, which I, I know some of your feelings on AI, yeah. but my, my stance on AI is that it's meant to like basically be an employee. Right. It's not meant to replace people. It's meant to do the work of three or four people, get rid of grunt work. Um, and, and, you know, we as managers leverage that. So that's, there's a whole bunch of prompt engineering uh, on this site. And it's, you know, 
take my email templates, take my swipe files, take my scripts and go run and, and make money with it. Right. Every, every month we're dropping more. So, all right, that was a long winded way of saying, yes, that's the price to be a member. Uh, anybody listening to this episode, go on, buy yourself a lifetime membership, which we usually charge $2,000 for. I'll give it to you for 90% off, which is one ninety seven. Use coupon code awesome 2024. There you go, folks. Now, just to let you know, this episode does not go live until sometime in Well, February. thank God, because my laptop's sitting right here. I can't get on my mom's internet. Yeah, that's a real good look, too. We're recording this in my mom's basement. Ha, no, we're not. There's no basements in Levittown. Funny enough, there is, because I have one. You do, but you don't, you're, not, you're not real Levittown. You're like, you're like adjunct yeah, falls into You can't say that. I'm running for mayor of Levittown. Oh, yeah, my bad. Edit point. Dump, dump, dump. So, we're couch surfing right now, Kevin and I, because... I, I literally bought a building that we're going to turn into a studio in uh, near LaSalle University in Philly. We're months away from that thing being sure. done. My home office is being worked on right now, so that's useless. Um, and my basement, which is my home studio, is literally just, oh, I need to get ready for Christmas. Dump, 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 dump. <laughs> and every box I own in the house is down in my basement. And I have... I won't be down there in quite some time Got to get it. that set up. So, so we're, we're couch surfing right now. But I also, I do a lot of remote recording and I know you said like, it's not the same vibe and, and, and to a degree that's true. Um, and this is kind of going back to, I guess, uh, podcasting and, and podcasting in 2024. Uh, I, I, th- I think it's less true now than it was back in the day. Um, especially if it's someone that, you know, like it, when, when it's someone you don't know, it's a guest that's you're, you're, you have no real knowledge of, or at least personal knowledge of. It could be a little like, uh, uh, I don't know, what's the word? A little fake sounding. Yeah, it's maybe. like stilted. Stilted. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it can be. Now, I, I tend to say, like, I'm a terrible interviewer. You can go listen to my fat baby like interview. I think that's, I think that's part of the 10 year anniversary show. I think I included that again. Really way to sell yourself. (laughs) Starboard media podcasting extraordinaire. I'm not going to interview people for (laughs) you. Uh, but I'm a great con uh, conversationalist, right? Like I, I think that my strength is in long form conversation. That's why everything is awesome is a long form conversation show, not necessarily a long form interview show. Um, and, and at the heart of that is an interview where we're getting to know the guests uh, or, or through story and through just having a conversation. Everything is awesome really came from the desire to have uh, a new co-host every week because it was so hard uh, as you know, to, especially as we're getting older to get, a group of people together to sit down and record sure or to even get two people together to sit down and record yeah this took us how long when we live a mile apart (laughs) and we we still almost consider doing it remote today i'm like no there's (laughs) there's no way that but like on the flip side mike and i did because we also live probably less than a mile apart (laughs) and and we did record it remote uh last week or two weeks ago or whatever um because it's it's simply easier uh especially when like there's chaos at my house right there's definitely chaos at house at his house because he is chaos Chaos. (laughs) uh inside joke for people um is it though uh i mean my listeners might know i mean it's 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 tell us it's well known oh well so uh, yeah there's a so we're not we talking about chaos from tell us we're talking about chaos from ftw the wrestling well both I guess. all right uh but like it's even that i mean here's another tangent there's a whole like timeline like new timeline thing going on in the world of Tellist where uh chaos does exist in the old timeline but not in the new timeline he doesn't have that nickname uh in the new timeline uh 
go read uh, Telus books, Telus.com, uh, for all that. If you like sword, if you like sword and sorcery, fantasy, uh, X Men, comic books, uh, and stuff like that, you'll love Telus. Go Telus.com. Uh, I believe Mike suggests starting off with Mageborn, which I believe is a free book. You can get that for free by either signing up for his newsletter or, yeah, I think that's how you get it for free. So uh, go to Telus.com, sign up for a newsletter, get a free book, and enjoy the world of Telus. The world is in your hands. <laughs> we don't need to break for commercials. We've been doing it this whole time. That's great. Uh, all unpaid commercials. <laughs> um but uh, yeah, so uh, but him and I, you know, I, I think the same would have been true for you and I. Like being remote, I think would have led to the same or similar conversation, uh, regardless of us being in person. Or, or right, because of the relationship. Right. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and like you said, so but I, I mean, hell, everything is awesome came from the need of wanting to, like the need of not having a co-host because it was impossible to get together, and not for nothing, two buddies sitting around talking. One of my favorite genres of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Love it. And even if I don't know them. It's I love like that's why I love Smodcast so much, even though they don't do that anymore. Or right, so I guess why I loved Smodcast so much. Uh listen to Kevin Smith and Spot Mo- Scott Mosier uh talk was fantastic. I've listened to like indie podcasts where it's just two friends that I barely know. Like I might know one person a little bit, but I I'll, they have a podcast and I'll give it a listen. Love it. I found strangers that way, like stranging strangers podcast that way. Love that genre. But there are so many two bros with a microphone podcast that just sit around and talk. Right. So everything is awesome came from the need of wanting to replicate that, but in a way that was a little bit different. And uh, and I happen to know enough people as I have trouble booking guests in this season two era of podcasting. But I happen to know a lot of people that are like interesting, creative people um, who, who have been great guests and I go to, and I have them on the show and, and whatnot. So um, uh, it's, it's, that's what I like. I like, I don't know how I got to why, why everything's awesome. So that's why everything's awesome exists is because I, I, I couldn't get Mike to go on a microphone <laughs> once a week with me. And thank God for everything is awesome because for two straight years, that was the podcast I would listen to while I mowed my lawn. And then everything is awesome stopped. So yeah. I hired somebody to mow my lawn because I just, <laughs> I couldn't handle it anymore. And as one of my only sources of working out, I got fat directly after that. So now it's back. This is the year I'm going to get shredded. I'm going to get a Bowflex. I'm going to drink water. <laughs> I, um, you know, I, I honestly now at 39 and, and in 2024, the, the type of podcasts I listen to the most now are those actual play podcasts that I mentioned because mm-hmm. um, they're just so fun. And one of my favorites that really got me hooked um, is, well, locally was was Jeff Stormer's Party of One podcast. It's such a unique podcast in that space because uh, it, it's two-player games, two-player role-playing game, uh, role games, uh, very intimate games, um, laughs, drama tears sometimes um and it's just it's party one is truly doing something that no other podcast is doing out there uh, specifically in the actual play space because it's like like it's a lot like everything is awesome where there is an interview buried in this show somewhere (laughs) uh and same thing with party of one it's an actual play podcast that has like an interview buried into it somewhere um most actual play shows are very polished sounding um not that party one isn't party jeff and and uh his his wife slash producer put a lot of time and energy to make it sound good um but 
the other ones are like extremely polished and made for like you're listening to a fictional story right now um and sometimes you don't hear like the roles and sometimes you don't hear like the the table talk which you do in party of one which i think is extremely important because it, it that makes it more of an actual play like it's it's that <laughs> authenticity right. check right there but the uh the podcast that, that helped me get me that that jeff recommended to me was um campaign podcast right now they're doing a, a storyline called a storyline called skyjacks but the original campaign pod from oh so many years ago was a star wars actual play podcast uh the cast is amazing they're so funny uh it's such a great story and i started listening to it when my uncle was sick and as people that listen to the show that have listened to the show since the beginning know like my uncle was a a super influential person uh in my life and um and like my love of star wars comes from him mm-hmm. uh among most things in in my pop culture life a lot of that stems from him so uh when things were bad and things were getting worse with him uh, like campaign star wars was there to make me laugh and make me kind of forget about it for you know an hour or two at a time especially since like i was catching up i was listening to it from like like two years after it started or something like that so i was listening to a lot of stuff and and back to back to back to kind of just shut the world out uh at that time and uh so that's like a great if you need to get into an actual play podcast and you want to laugh and ha- like be in a genre that I know you like with Star Wars, yeah. like that's a great show. Go back to campaign Star Wars. Uh, otherwise, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there that's my jam. I listened to like Nad Pod. I listened to uh, uh, One Shot. I listened to All My Fantasy Children, which is like a adjacent tabletop podcast. It's a character creation podcast. It's, this is a lot of content. Yeah. Where do you, where, when, when and how? When and how? Yeah. I, well, so uh, it, I have a lot, I'm behind on a lot. Like I have several episodes of New Heights that I'm behind on. Several episodes of... That's not answering the question. Uh, when and how? <laughs> just whenever, whenever I have time. Okay, in the car? like uh, In the car, when I'm... Well, not mowing the grass because it's winter, but uh, when I'm cutting the grass, when I'm shoveling, uh, I mean, when I sometimes if I'm uh, when I'm working remote, if I need something on in the background, I'll throw a podcast on when I'm cleaning the house. Um, so uh, and and it's like right now I'm in more of a creative mode than I am a uh, consumption consumption mode. mode. Yeah. So uh, I'm far behind on a lot of my podcasts. Uh, the ones I'm not are the ones that I, I, I need to listen to so that I'm caught up. And that's you know party of one. Uh, my actual place. My interview shows, I'm very far behind, despite doing one and hosting one. They're the ones that I kind of listen to last now uh, because, I don't know, I just I get more entertainment out of the, the scripted stuff. Well, it's unscripted stuff, but the fictional stuff. Right. Um, so anyway, that's my plug for actual play podcasts. There we go, commercial number four. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I feel like we there's a lot of catching up today. Yes, <laughs> and very little talking about you. So aside from uh, conversion, conversion chemistry, conversion chemistry, what else do you got going on that you want people to know about before I let you go here? Well, I mean, I, I do. I have my marketing agency, which is called Marketing Agency Near Me, because uh, I'm trying to get one over on Google. So Has basically, that basically yet? Uh, no. But it's we're a boutique agency. We, most of our business is through referrals. Um, you know, every everything I do, every venture now has to have a little playfulness and fun in it. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I went from being a freelancer to a full on LLC, and I just I copy and pasted that model a couple times uh, to do a few different things because I you know I have ADD. I'm I'm anti niche. 
And, you know, for a time I was told, you know, I can't, I got to focus. You have to niche down. You have to pick a path. Well, well, my path is to be having tendrils and everything because like everything is awesome. So much shit just interests me. I can't, I can't get pigeonholed into anything. Um, you know, growing up in school, that was, that wasn't a path that was, you know, uh, conducive in the educational system. So that's right. The educational system failed me. There's no accountability here. It wasn't my fault. It was the system's fault. And Um, as mayor of Levittown, one of my core issues is addressing (laughs) educational issues. Uh, That's that's true. That that, that, now you have my vote. (laughs) That guy got it. Um, but in seriousness, yeah, it's, and I want, you know, there's, there's a number of people out there who are like me and there's nothing wrong with being focused niche. Otherwise we wouldn't have doctors and lawyers, right. but that's not me. Um, and I'm finally in a space where I can monetize my ADD helping people and I get my jollies off of it. And, you know, instead of 20 years ago, making websites for shits and gigs, well, I'm still doing that, but now there, you know, there's some income there. Like. I really need to stop making mayorlevetown.com and make websites for people that are paying me. Do both. One should lead to the other. It's funny because you're saying you're spinning plates. Like, I spin so many plates that I just, none of them make me money. Which is fine because a lot of my plates that I spin are for fun. Like, podcasting is for fun. It's not. The mindset of, that I had when we did Happy Hour Steel Tip was uh, to make money. And and mm-hmm. while making money off this would be great, it's not my number one goal. That's why I don't look at numbers. Because, no, I understand that. Because yeah, it yeah. is it is fun for me to do. Same thing with writing that I've been spinning for since I was 16. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and that, that book that I'm working on, uh, especially now that like I'm in that creative mode, when I'm on my medication on a regular basis, uh, it, it, it can be something that I, I work on. And I, even when I'm not on my medication, I'm working on it. It's just I'm not focusing on the writing i'm focusing on some of the world building because i need that world building in order to tell the story right um but yeah it's like sitting here talking about i'm i know for a fact i'm like undiagnosed add or adhd Mm -hmm. or whatever one of the two i don't know which one uh definitely i mean i mean there's got to be so many fucking i hate this term elder millennials like us that have undiagnosed ad something and other right Uh, because it wasn't extreme enough to be disruptive, but I didn't succeed as well as I could have, or maybe I, you know, I didn't need to be diagnosed or medicated, but there needed to be, you know, an institutional path laid out like in the educational system for that type of mind. Right. And it was not, right. It was not, it was pick something and stick to it. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I think because wrestling was such a multitude of like creative energies, like it was writing, it was storytelling, it was performance, mm-hmm. uh, it was improv, it was all these different things rolled up into one. Um, and 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 talking to like com- professional comedians, professional imp- improvers and stuff, and that are that they they enjoy wrestling so much because it has so much similar to what they do. Uh, I. I think that's why for so long, up until I was in my like mid twenties, I could just be kind of focused on that one thing uh, right. because it, it checked so many boxes. And I think since like 25, 26, whatever the last time I wrestled was, uh, or basically since I started podcasting, I've been trying to fill though all those check boxes that wrestling checked for me. Right. Uh, because you know, I do the writing, which is my storytelling mm-hmm. aspect. I do the podcasting, which at the end of the day is my performance. Right. It's like piece. the acting performance right. piece. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, it is interesting that 
uh, and I, I really came to this conclusion like within the last like three months. I was like, I think wrestling. I was so focused on wrestling because it did everything. Right. Whereas now I got to like piece it all fucking together. Anyway. Well, well, no, I mean, I mean, look, it's, uh, I, I, yeah, it really is. I mean, there there are different segments to what you're doing, but at the end of the day, even if you just isolate it to podcasting, that should, I mean, I'm not saying that that you should be fulfilled by doing that, <laughs> but there there's planning, there's writing, there's the performance, there's okay. the. In the world of Kev podcasting, there is zero prep. All right, that's not to say that I plugged in one, two, three, four <laughs> cables. That's not. To- <laughs> <laughs> that one. Oh, I'm lightheaded from that one. Um. <laughs> um whew, uh, so, like I said, it's not to say that I like I definitely can assist with that like pre-production of a podcast, which is mm-hmm. one of the services I offer because I have that experience from wrestling uh, to put together a script for a show. I have that experience from wrestling and from podcasting to put, to put together your live show, which is definitely a lot more performance than doing what we're doing right now. Um, I just choose not to do that. And I understand that like there's a mindset out there of if you're an interviewer, you need to know your guests to interview them. And I fight that. With okay. my heart and soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if I don't know you at all, I may look at your Wikipedia page. I may Google your name and I may get the basic information at, that, that I need to know how to like talk to you. Outside of that, I love to have a conversation and discover who you are through that. Right. Um, I have prepped for one interview exactly, and that was with Aaron McGathy, who once upon a time was married to Dan Harmon, um, and she was uh, also in uh, a couple episodes of Community, um, and she uh, is now living in Dublin, Ireland, and like really successful in like the comedy improv space out there. Um, but right before she moved to Ireland, I like somehow got her booked on everything is awesome. Like just, and she was like going through her divorce, going mm-hmm. like getting ready to <clears throat> go on tour through America before she moved to Ireland. So like caught her at the right time to get her on the show. And that, uh, love every guest I've ever had on this show. They're all great for one reason or another. The greatest get I've ever gotten was Aaron McGathy on episode 20 of everything is awesome. And, uh, I recorded like before she got on, like, the, me being nervous as hell and then uh and then she gets connected and you can just hear like how i kind of just flip the switch to like not be nervous which mm-hmm. is crazy but that is the sh- only interview i've done the most research on because i was nervous as hell uh other than that and i don't think i would do that again like i don't I, if i got kevin smith on now i know kevin smith enough to where i don't think i need to do my research on him uh i would be nervous as hell but i don't think it would, and i would think you would want to talk to him about stuff that you can't find on wikipedia right right, right? exactly yeah so there is uh so there and, I, and hey i'm not knocking interviewers who who interview and and do the research and get prep that is how you should do it that is 100 <laughs> percent how you should do it I find that it's more interesting to do it this way because it's a more honest conversation and my history of having pre-written questions um, usually turns into a bad interview. Um, okay. So even when I did my research with, with uh, for Aaron McGathy, like I had a couple questions written down, but I more so had bullet points um, that I wanted to hit. Uh, so that, again, it sounded more like a natural conversation. Because that's what I want the show to be. More of a natural conversation than an interview. So do you have a framework for, like, somebody... Like, this... You and I are easy. But if you're bringing somebody on who 
you have no idea and you're not going to wiki them or even look them up, do you have any sort of conversational framework even in, in your head that you would use? Well, so normally I know what they do, right? Like, I, <laughs> for those that are listening and hearing me just laugh, Jonesy looked at the time. I was like, shit, we're, we're heading up. We're hitting his, uh, his heart out here soon. But um, I usually know at least what their industry is, and that's the leaping off point, right? So a lot of times... Um, I try to get like the early story of like, okay, like what got you into wanting to be an actor? Like what was your first taste of that? Sometimes I want to go deeper, like mm-hmm. depending on who it is. Like, yeah. So what was it like growing up in Lovettstown, Pennsylvania? Like what was it like having parents that loved you? <laughs> not, not to imply my parents didn't love me, but what was it like to have parents that like, did they encourage you? Did they not encourage you? Because I come from a world where, my family didn't encourage the wrestling. They thought it was they like you should go to college and and uh, ha- have yourself a real education to go out and right. Reveal. Same same thing like what I was I was describing. It was that was that was the generation and right. you know that was that was the path. That was the path he took. Right. right? Yeah, and and that is it, it works for some people. Certainly, I, I wish I had. Um, and, and and honestly, I love my uncle. He was the biggest influence on me. Mm-hmm. And he's the reason I went to college for the amount of time that I did go to college. Um, uh, I, as the person that was probably the most influential on me, I wish he was more supportive of that wrestling stuff because I may have gone full hog with it. I may have gone to an actual wrestling school. I may have traveled the country. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't regret it because I have no regrets because if I, if I did, I wouldn't be where I am today. Right. And I love where I am today. But... I do wonder what it's like when I talk to people that had parents or influencers that encourage them to do their passion. And that's something that I think our generation of adults and parents and influencers are passing on to whoever, you know, for me, kids, for you, if you have anyone that you influence, like that's what we're, I think, passing down. Like I'm very much on the side of, oh, you don't want to go to college? Cool. What do you want to do? All right. Focus on it. Mm-hmm. Figure out a way to monetize it if yeah. you need to, you know. You know, you want to be an actor? Cool, I'm there. Let's. I'm, I'm with the. I'm on the ride with you. I'll encourage you to go that way. Yeah, that's. So, I mean, that's like my entire core set of values for any entrepreneur, entrepreneurial venture I'm involved in. Yeah, it's it's uh, so. So that's how the conversations start with somebody that I don't okay. know too well. Is is I try to to you know. And I also tried like another uh, interviewer and we'll kind of I know we have to wrap up here. So another interviewer that I really kind of respect uh, and I never thought like I would say this, but the dude that played Lex Luthor in Smallville, Michael Rosenbaum, Sorority Boys. I don't know if you've seen that movie. No, uh, I mean, I'm familiar with the actor. But, so Michael yeah. Rosenbaum, he has Inside of You with uh, with Michael Rosenbaum interview show. And, and um, his is is I, I wish I could get as deep as he does. Um, and that they get, he gets super deep about like mental issues and, and mental health issues and, and, and like all kind of stuff like that. And he talks to like his interviews with, with celebrities, uh, uh, Shazam. I can't think of his real name. <laughs> exactly. <Levi. laughs> uh, well, I noticed you didn't transform into a wizard. So apparently you can say that word safely. <laughs> yeah, yes, I can. Uh, Stephen Amell, um, Tom Welling. He's had so many like deep conversations with these these celebrities that you wouldn't you don't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to invoke that when I can. Uh, but it's really about like getting to know the person from like their childhood on 
we jump around a lot. We we go on tangents about Batman. As you do, and that, that's yeah. the format. That's right. the format, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, so that's how I get to know somebody that I, I don't know and I don't Wikipedia much okay. on. No, I, I, yeah. I like that aspect. You know, how did you get here, the childhood, all that stuff? Yeah. How, yeah. Did, you know, how did that shape where you're at now? Right. Um, so... Anyway, <laughs> we're almost at yeah, about the mic drop. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anything else you want people to know about before we let you go before a, a, a future appearance here? I mean, I guess I can take the altruistic route and talk about the charity I'm involved with. Do Lev, it. Lev, Lev 27, Lev27.org. Um, you know, what we do is provide assistance for uh, renters who have come across recent hardships, like they lost a job or something. You know, they're, they're good people who have something bad happen to them. Uh, we raise money to help them with short-term rental assistance. Not short-term rental like Airbnb, but like to keep them in their house. Right. You know, paying the landlord for a couple months, letting them get back on their feet, and then providing resources uh, to fill that gap. Um, Lev27.org. Cool. I like that. That's a that's a great way to end this uh, this interview. Uh, Jonesy, thank you for uh, being on here once again. And I, I'm sure we'll we'll be uh, sitting down uh, again to chat. Can't wait. Thanks for breaking me out of a 13 year hiatus. Thanks once again to Jonesy for jumping on. Everything is awesome with me. Uh, what a what a pleasure to speak with him. Uh, he actually uh, with conversion chemistry uh jumped into podcasting like immediately immediately after recording this uh he had enough time in between us recording this and me uh rupturing my ankle uh to start a whole damn podcast on his own so congrats to jonesy for for starting up a new podcast uh that is is uh, you know definitely in the vein of stuff that he's doing these days um, with marketing and entrepreneurship and stuff like that. Um, so uh, as as we said uh, in the intro and as Jonesy said during the show, uh, you can go to uh, Conversion Chemistry. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes for it, uh, and you can get ninety percent off a lifetime license to this marketing toolkit by using the listener code awesome 2024 that's awesome 2024 90% off making your final total for a lifetime license $197 which is well well under the normal 2k price uh, for the conversion chemistry uh, marketing life marketing kit Um, and all those shows notes and links and stuff will be uh, in the show notes Uh, so uh I'm not going to keep you here much longer because this uh, episode went a little long, not quite as long as last week's or I guess last episode, but uh, here we are uh, breaking time barriers again. Uh, so uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure you check out our social medias at Awesome Podcast on Instagram at Real Awesome Pod on both Facebook and Twitter. If they're still a thing, uh, you can also find me on uh, TikTok at That Nerdy Kev. I'm not creating a brand new TikTok just for the show uh, because, well, the show is me and I am the show. Yes? No? I don't know. Um, now, at the time of this recording and release, the uh, special election for my district is now over. Uh, so thank you to everyone in my district that went out to vote. Um, that means uh, a lot to, I'm sure, not just uh, the candidates, but myself and, of course, our community to ensure that our community's voice was heard and the uh, proper elected official was uh, elected to represent uh, this community. Uh, that of course means that uh, going uh, running as the the mayor of Levittown uh, with no opposition, I am now uh, the 
mayor of Levittown, Pennsylvania. It may be an honorary title because, let's face it, there is no actual mayor of Levittown. But uh, I think in reality, uh, as as I'm using this as satire and stuff, uh, that, that moniker for me really means to continue pushing the idea that you need to go out and vote, that you need to have your voice heard um, by your local officials, uh, and and um, doing things like going to make five calls, uh, fivecalls.org, uh, and finding issues that are important to you and calling your representatives. This isn't a Levittown thing. This isn't a Pennsylvania thing. This is a, a United States thing. Uh, and that's the way we're going to get things changed. So uh, find an issue that's important to you uh, and call uh, and, and have your voice heard. Calling makes such a difference because it shows how much you actually care about community uh, and your community and, and the country and stuff. Um, and uh, you don't even need to do it and speak to a live person if you don't want to. I, you know, I get shy like that. Uh, I'll call after hours and leave a voicemail. And every single time I've gotten something, uh, either a callback or something in the mail, acknowledging that uh, my voice was heard. Uh, even more, uh, there is a script to read with fivecalls.org uh, to make it even easier. So so go out and do that. Um, you know, uh, I don't know when everyone's primary is, but Pennsylvania's primary is coming up in April, I believe. That's another great opportunity to go out and vote um, because it, it really it sets the stage for what's coming in November, and and November is you know an, an important election. So um, let's let's get out there, have our voices heard, uh, and 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 you can go to uh, mayorlevittown.com to find out more information about Pennsylvania voting. But I also have some issues that um, are important to me on there uh, that you could take a look at that aren't universal to uh, uh, Levittown. I should say they aren't exclusive to love it down they are pretty universal to the country anyway uh next week we got mike coming back for part two of our conversation uh where we discuss uh more things that we really appreciated in 2023 uh and uh man i'm ready i'm i'm, I'm so glad I'm, I'm sad that i took two weeks off but ooh, it feels so good to be on this microphone we'll see you same awesome time same awesome channel right here on awesomepodcast.com <laughs>